beautiful evening ladies and gentlemen this is the soul soup podcast my name is caleb richard and i welcome you to this exclusive episode so sit tight and enjoy this section i know a lot of you might be wondering why this is an exclusive episode yeah 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 but with the current happenings in our country i conducted a social media poll to get people's views and opinions on the once peaceful NSAS protest that suddenly escalated where I asked them a series of questions which are what the make of the NSAS protest if they think it's a religious tug of war if they think it would shift the balance of power in our government if they think tribalism too would take, o- take over in no time or if they think it's going to yield any positive results at all so on this episode we are going to analyze the opinions of our amiable correspondents and see if at all their opinions stand valid okay a little note before we start we are basically rephrasing since most of our correspondents send voice notes via whatsapp handles so we wouldn't be able to play those recordings here because of time so here we go with our first correspondent laie award-winning laie okay Laie said, it's not a religious tug of war, but the government are trying to make it seem so. If we also don't get ahead of what the government are trying to do, tribalism could kick in, so we need to approach the unlearned as quick as possible. And he also thinks it would yield a positive result, and that's why the government are terrified. Well, going back to the place where he said the government are trying to make it seem so, like a tug of war, it's just a tug of war, I, I don't know why, but... That's to show that the government really don't care about its citizens, or so to say, the government of this country don't seem to give a shit about what we do or how we feel about their leadership. And so he thinks it's going to yield the positive result, and that's why the government are terrified. Now, why would the government be terrified? Because citizens are coming out to air out their views, coming out to say they are tired about what's happening in society, in their country where they can't live in peace, they can't walk in peace, they can't go out in peace, they can't look good because of some men in black and black posed with guns at various bus stops waiting to see them in flashy cars and point their guns, cock their guns at them and kill them, kill dreams, kill a mother's light. I don't know why the government are being terrified about citizens coming out for once to say the truth about what they are witnessing in their country well it's really really bad but i think laie has a valid point on this so so i think this is going to be the positive result and, and we shouldn't slack at all we shouldn't slack so our second correspondent flourish she thinks it, she thinks it escalated she also went further to point out biblical scriptures from isaiah playing out in reality she thinks they are trying to scrap out the protest so as not to get the intervention of the UN. In her words, too, the hoodlums of politicians are now turning their backs against these men that sent them in their bid to make things right. Lastly, she believes that Nigerians are stubborn and would do anything for emancipation. Wow. The government doesn't want intervention of the United Nations hoodlums are turning their backs on politicians that send them and things are going haywire 
and so i'm on her on this one where she said she believes that nigerians are stubborn yes we are really stubborn once we are up we are up you would notice that when we have social media trolls where we troll neighboring countries you would notice how stubborn nigerians could be and how um hell-bent they are at getting what they want so i'm on her with this one oc our third correspondent in Osi's words, you can't attain peace without war in a country that is dysfunctional and has gone haywire. War not in the sense of cocking AKs and firing bazookas. He now said not being insensitive, but honestly lives are have to be lost. Wow. As long as we are resilient enough, we are going to win this war. Osi ruled out the fact that this isn't the time for us to focus on what's in front rather we should jazz up and go get our pvcs because he believes that 2023 is too far and the agitation that comes with the pre- with the present happenings will die down before our very eyes if we don't keep our heads up he also points out that a more reason why we shouldn't stop being um, agitated is because if we relax and fold our hands the nigerian government would ricochet and come back at us more than ever he believes it's not a religious fight because we are all in this together in our religious rights the christians muslims pagans atheists are together on this fight against bad governance we the youth of this country are actually apathetic to religious hula baloo so i don't think religion should be in the picture he states Lastly, he emphasized on focus as the only thing we have to do to see balance of power shifted as he believes young men would troop into the armed forces and also occupy political offices. Okay, that's that from Osi. So, his words are really true. You can't attain peace without war in a country that is dysfunctional and has gone haywire. It's not a balanced country we live in. Yes, the country we live in is not a balanced one. And I don't think we are going to get peace without war. Because the leaders at the top are not even looking at what is happening. They are not they don't even care that people are actually on people were actually on the streets to protest for their lives, to protest for their freedoms, their rights. They, they, I don't think they even give a shit about that. So he believes we youth should jazz up. We should not let our agitation die down. We should keep it up because this fight is our fight. Whether you're a Christian, you're a Muslim, you're a pagan, whatever. This fight is for everybody. Because when these men are shooting at us, they don't look at your religion. They don't care about your religion. They cock their gun and boom, man down. A life is lost. A dream is shattered. So I'm with him on this one. So it's everybody's fight. It's our fight. So we really have to do something about it. Our fourth correspondent, Jeffrey, in his words, he said, It's such a great privilege being able to witness and be a part of this movement. We shouldn't think we have lost already. I feel like it was necessary and important uprising against the Nigerian government. Nigeria is literally 
the government versus the people and not the government supporting the people wow i feel it's much bigger than the answers protest or the police i think it's more about reforms in the government it's about overthrowing the current government and building systems that work for us literally it started as a decentralized movement with no leaders just volunteers supporting us he says he points out that the nigerian government is mostly against poor people and not against religion he talks about we influencing the grassroots now before the next general election as it would be a boost pushing away tribalism doesn't mean we should forget in a hurry that tribe has played a huge role in nigeria's issues and it has also been of detriment to a particular people he states he points out that we need to look back at our history and heal ourselves he hopes it does yield positive results he believes that feminism would play a major role in the political sector owning to what the feminist coalition did with funds during the protest. Lastly, he hopes that Nigeria would be a better place for everyone irrespective of age, class, religion, sexual orientation and gender. This year is a very 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 valid point. Nigeria's government is not for the people, it's against the people. It's versus the people. Lots of lives were exposed during this period of the NSAS protest because for once we now had to believe that the country we live in is not a democratic one. It's a country that is autocratic because the leaders are doing what they say, living by their rules and not by the rules of the people who put them in those positions. So that's why I see why Jeffrey said it's a government versus its people. So on, also on the point where he talks on we influencing the grassroots before the next general election is also a valid point. Just like Laifa said, Laif said in his own um, opinion, he said we should approach the unlearned as quick as possible this is the grassroots those ones who don't know what is happening in society those ones who are in villages where there are no life and no water where there are no source of electricity this is the time when we should influence those people and let them know what's happening so that they could have a side a good side because we are all fighting for the rights of everybody even them in those areas, we are fighting for their rights. So, it would be a good thing if they were with us on this one. Our fifth correspondent, Kesko, says, I think it's not going to become a religious war if we don't let it. What's happening presently is as a result of the Lekki massacre. We've gotten the attention of the government and it will be good for people to strategize. This is a delicate part of our emancipation work. The most important thing here is focus. He also emphasized on the need for prayer in this time. Why everyone gives a shit about focus is really, really, really scary. We all need to focus on this one. We need to strategize. We need to start working towards getting our PVCs for the next general election. Yes, get the attention of youths. Who are apathetic to politics let them know that 
just that one vote could change something in the government and also he emphasized on prayer so yes it's a time for us to, to pray in our closets in our churches let's involve let's intercede for one another pray for the country pray for the leadership pray for the youths who risked their lives out there the youths who died pray that god will comfort their families it's time for us to pray pray for whatever i think we think it is we could pray for this is the time assist correspondent here adizi in her words religious talk of war i don't think so shift in balance of power well that's not what it looks like i think tribalism would be part of it it would yield positive results with our prayers she also prophesied that before this year runs out there will be bountiful positive results that's a bit of a prophecy here so we all should pray she also pointed this out so kesko and adizi are in the spirit on the word prayer so we all should pray we all should pray for the country it's very essential our seventh correspondent bluesome okay bluesome wants to speak for himself and based on his locality so i i guess he's keeping himself anon from what his eyes has seen the protest escalated into a tribal war he also thinks that by calling it a religious war one isn't far from the picture he believes that only the future would determine if really there would be a shift in the balance of power he also points out that at this point anything can happen because we are open to options and possibilities and there is no telling where this would lead so here is some valid point too so he believes only the future would determine if really there would be a shift in the balance of power this sounds like one who doesn't even believe in we are the leaders of today he believes that we really are the leaders of tomorrow and so only the future would determine only what tomorrow brings would determine if there would really be a shift in the balance of power well we could go with him on that one and see what the future really holds for us uh it correspondent dixon comes in with his opinion from the diaspora saying i think the agenda is changing from two tribal things the aim of the protest was to fight our oppressors not just us now other political groups or political groups feel we have same objective as them and so bring in their unnecessary ideas into our movement and now using the foolish ones amongst us to fight us the leaders already have their plan which is to weaponize illiteracy thereby convincing whoever has a shallow mind that the aim of the protest is against what they believe wow so from where he is reading the news reading the papers coming online scrolling to through twitter he has seen that other groups other political groups in amist are using this uh peaceful movement for political agendas and so it won't be fair if the foolish ones amongst us now fight against us and so he has seen that 
Leaders are trying to weaponize illiteracy and use it as a tool against us, convincing shallow minds that this fight is a fight against what they believe. So we should be on him. So he has a valid point there. So our ninth correspondent, Esther, lends her voice by saying that it all started out as a peaceful protest, but it has turned to something else. She believes that the NSAS protest gave room to open wounds and scars because people have been harboring the happenings in the country. So now they have come out to react. Also, she sees it to be a fight for freedom and basic human rights. She feels that many things were thrown into the light and many things are still going to go into the light. Lastly, she quotes, Nigeria needs help. Wow. Now, we really don't know if the country's mental health is going down the drain or if it's spiritual. But that's by the way. So, we've heard from Esther. She believes the protest, the peaceful protest, was an avenue to open up scars and wounds that we're about to heal or that we're not even healing at all so it gave room for wounds to open because people in the country have been harboring harboring the happenings in the country so now they have come out to react so she thinks this is this fight of, of fight for freedom and basic human rights is journey at the right direction so this is all we have today brings us to the end of this exclusive episode and i want to say a big thank you to everyone that tuned in we really appreciate your little gesture your kind and little gesture we will be releasing more episodes from time to time so sit back and wait for more soup because this pot will never go dry take care stay safe be at a lot and watch your brother's back we gotcha adios